Boys and Ghouls Film Review. I'm your host, Sarah Stevenson. This is my co-host, Mike Stevenson. Hi, guys. And tonight, we'll be reviewing um, something a little different. And as we discussed in the past, we were looking at expanding our film criteria by reviewing tonight The Adventures of Robin Hood. It's a 1938... Adventure, swashbuckling adventure, mm. starring Errol Flynn. Yes, uh-huh. um, just so you guys know, you probably already heard about the um, what just occurred just not too long ago. Yeah, okay. well, do you want me to say it? Yes, just okay. say um, it. A day or two ago, uh, Olivia de Havilland passed away. Uh, mm. Now, it is sad, but she's 104 years well, old, mind you. Um, but she was the um, leading female role in this film. Mm. Uh, she plays Lady Marion, Fritz Walter, yeah. Maid Marion. Yeah. And she's also in uh, Gone with the Wind. Uh, she yeah, played just so you guys know, yeah, this was um, like 25 days just after her 1st of July birthday. Yes, she was, yes, yes, she just turned 104, yeah, early, yeah, early so in the month then. So... But still, 104. Come on, guys. And, uh, and before that, um, people began questioning they should remove Gone with the Wind for gosh knows reasons. Oh, yeah, we won't go into that. We won't but, go into that. But good. G- this is a this is more of a dedication to Olivia de Havilland. She was a br- she wasn't in lots and lots and lots of movies, but when she was in movies, she always played the beautiful she, she, woman. She, she looked she looked beautiful. Uh, she carried the roles quite nicely. And yes, yeah, she's a damn fine actress. Mm, oh, no, I shouldn't say actress. That's a sex. That's a politically incorrect, isn't it? She's mm, a damn fine actor. Well, no, there's nothing wrong with ac- actress. It's a female term. No, for a lot of people don't like being actress. called actor- actors and actresses nowadays. So oh, she's a damn fine actor in in her time. So mm. to Olivia and her family, this mm. is for you. Yes. Mm. So um. So this is some story. Uh, um, Can we go into producers and directors before yeah, we, we do anything Yeah, we might as well else? get into the um, <laughs> directors and okay and stuff. So and this was this was stars. this came out of the Warner Brothers studio. Uh-huh. Now uh, produced by Hal Wallace and Henry Blank, I believe. Mm-hmm. Directed by Michael G- Curtis with a Z. Uh, William Keeley was the other director. Yeah, just so you guys know, half probably halfway through the filming of it, um, William was replaced by Michael because the, the producers of the studio wanted to make this film a little bit more exciting. <laughs> and this is where I'm going to say, when they were doing a scene with with Elwood, El I mean, I mean, Errol Flynn, I should say. During one fight sequence, Errol Flynn was jabbed by an actor who was using an unprotected sword. He asked why you di- he didn't have a guard on the point. They, uh, the, the other player, the, the, the actor says, apologizes to him and explains that the director, Michael, had instructed him to remove the safety. To make it more real and maybe draw real blood. That would be a good in, reason to get rid of the In director. order to make the action more exciting. It would be. Flynn report, um, reportedly climbed up 
to the um, grotto where, where Michael was standing next to the camera, took him by the throat and asked him if he found that exciting enough. <laughs> now you can see why this health and safety really matters. You don't film. ruffle Errol Flynn's feathers. Yeah, well, yeah. it's not really... I mean, Michael and Errol didn't exactly get on four sheets to the wind in this production. Yeah, anyway, irrespective, so... Bit of, uh, despite bit the of fact, boss there, yeah. despite how popular this movie has become over the years, and every time I do think of Robin Hood, I always go referring back to this one. This is the best Robin Hood movie. Oh, look, there's other good movies out there, but this is our favourite because not because Errol Flint's in it, but no. we just think the whole lot came together really good in this movie. Yeah, okay. there was um, yeah. um they were going to change the end bit ending for it. They were going to think of. Go ending it just the way in the books would have explained how it ends, where um, Robin Hood dies from his oh, wounds. Sad, but I'm kind of glad that that it ended the way it did in the movie. Yeah, he's gonna get married to Maid Marian. Yeah, Lucky and he fella. and his um team, his um his that merry men got um a pardon for, for all their hard hey, efforts from the king no less mm. yes. now I, I was going through the uh, some of the stuff here yeah, now go on. budget now you say budget 2 million dollars now that doesn't seem like a lot but remember this is back in 1938 that was one of the highest budgets for any movies that Warner Brothers had done at that time mm-hmm. and the box office was 4 million and people mm-hmm. say well that's not a lot of money but the ticket price of the theaters was less than 25 cents Back in those days. Yes. So when you think of that, they yes. they double the money. So if they, if today they spent a hundred million on it, they made two hundred million mm. at box office. So they made a hundred million dollar profit. So yeah, you know, right. uh, it's, it's relative. But yeah, so they, they doubled the money. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So who stars in this? Um, uh-huh. I'm glad you asked, Sarah. Errol Flynn, obviously, we mentioned before, plays Sir Robin of Loxley. Yeah. Uh, AKA Robin Hood. Yeah. A few people mm. were. Auditioned for the role, and some of them, uh, uh, one of them got sick and couldn't perform. So Errol Flynn was their best man to play the role. Ah, but something else to L. I read here somewhere. Uh, where was it? Um, I think James Cagney was supposed to be Robin Hood, and I don't think he wanted the role mm, for it. one reason or another. Yeah, what a big mistake that was. Well, what's my Jimmy Cagney? James, I can't see him playing that role. Yeah. Cagney's a great actor, great gangster, good for dramas, uh, good in even musicals. But I don't think it would have been Robin Hood. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, Anyway, irrespective. Olivia de Havilland, we mentioned before, she plays Lady Marion Fitzwalter, Maid Mm. Marion. Basil Rathbone, Guy of Gisborne. Or the Sheriff of Nottingham, I don't know. No, he's uh, Guy of Gisborne. Mm. Okay. Claude Rains played Prince John. Now, I've always liked Claude. Yeah, he, he, um, he's been in quite a few yeah, movies. Yeah, well, Prince John itself, he was like in his 20s when he assumed the throne for Richard for a while. Well, Claude Rains was actually, Claude Rains was um, in his 68 years of age. He couldn't have been. Well, he was. Trust me, I, I looked it up. Are you sure? He didn't look that old. Mm, yeah, well. Because after that, he did things like um, the mm. Fears and the Fan of the Opera, mm. one of those versions of Fan of the Opera and other things. And yeah, well, he got Oh, well, look, you respect him. I, I, I don't know how old he was. Yeah, go but on. I, he did look that old. Claude was there. Um, he won't go into many other things there. Um, um, try um, mention, um, I think, Little John. If a Little John, okay. Well, there's Little John. 
Little John was played by Alan Hale. Now, Alan's been around in all the movies over yeah, the years, so I won't go into Yeah, and incidentally, he starred in, um, what's the other Robin Hood we watched last Yeah, night? the other one, uh, the... Uh, um, I think it was Something Sherwood, wasn't it? Um, hang on, there was a sequel. I'm just going from notes. I've got notes here, believe it or not. Um, where was it? I've got had written down here somewhere. Never mind, but there was another movie made after this, and yeah. he played Little John a second time around. Yeah, it was mm. in, in 1950. Well, with John Derrick was playing, I think, the uh, role of Robin Hood in that Well, one. actually, the son of Robin Hood. Well, yeah, well, the son of Robin Hood, yeah, the main role, yeah, that's, mm. that's what I meant. Mm. He was a new Robin Hood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it kind of fits <laughs> in, and it had the good continuing there, because at the end of this Robin Hood, um, Little John was exiled to gosh knows where. And I, then I, after I think Little who? Prince John, uh, yeah. No, yeah, Prince yeah. John, and then yeah, when yeah. Prince King Richard passed away, he came back. He home. came back mm. and tried to assume the throne again. He did, assuming and, and, and that everyone wants him. All the naughty things happening again in the old countryside and tax the crap out of everybody and yeah, and all those other good things. There. But anyway, irrespective, and that's enough of the cast. I don't think everybody. Yes. I mean, I could go on and on and on. Actually, I will mention one or two other things. Mm-hmm. The Sheriff of Nottingham was played by Melville Cooper. I liked him. He was very. He he he, he took that uh, persona of the sheriff and made him a real wimp, and it came over quite nicely. Yeah, he was all. I'm a brave man, but I'm hiding him behind everybody else. You know that sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah, you know. throughout this movie, you see him. Um, but. keeps on going on about how he will be able to attack Robin with his with his sword and his all that stuff, but he doesn't get so much as new. Yeah, he, did, he doesn't ruffle a feather, you know, no. Yes. Anyway, irrespective. Irrespective. Now, I will say this before Sarah starts uh, going on over the plot. The Adventures of Robin Hood was acclaimed by critics uh, since it released uh, in 1995. It was deemed culturally, historically and aesthetically significant by the, Australia, uh, in, um, the United States Library Library of Congress and selected for preservation by the National Film Registry. Mm. This is one of the reasons why we think it's a good move because they think so and they sort of agree with us, which is good. Yes, so I'll tell you guys briefly the plot of it, if I can. You may. So it starts off with um, King Richard gone away. He's um, placed, somehow gets imprisoned and and everyone is worried about him being imprisoned, meaning they have to te- collect money to pay you for pay the ransom. ransom yeah. But Prince John is not feeling obligated to do this. Yeah, he's going to collect the money and keep it for himself. Yes. And, ho- and hope his brother yes. doesn't come back from holidays. Yeah. So mm. out, of his wa- out of the way, he comes to England, comes to Nottingham, and takes whatever he wants, takes livestock, food, and and... And people were pla- who were landlords or land de- owners were placed into prison. Yeah, it's really funny. I've always wondered about that. Or into slavery. No, you, you think about it. Uh, you can't pay it taxes. So instead of trying to get more money out of them progressively, they'll either kill them or lock them up or... Well, you don't yeah. get any. You, you cannot get any money out yeah. of a dead person. I think we you know? um, mm. we were discussing mm. it that some of the guys were going to in another ep- movie. They were going to be sent to jail until they were paid the taxes. But how could you do that yeah. if you can't go to work? Yeah, you can't get any gainful, meaningful employment in the jail, can you, folks? No, mm. not really, unless someone ob- obligatedly pays you outside of the prison. Oh, which For I what? Doubt. For what? I don't know. <laughs> 
Uh, can you do, uh, bring my, wa- my laundry to your window and you can do yeah. the laundry in there? Yeah. No, it's not going to happen. So anyway, <laughs> one day, um, Gizman, I mean, Giz, Guy Gizman um, is out, you know, doing his rotten business and he sees March the Miller who is going, he's, who killed a deer in the forest. And, mm. and the rule is there that you cannot kill a deer because they belong to the king. Yes. And I think it's a stupid rule. Well, it's a king's forest. Yeah, exactly. And he owns the birds. He owns the deers. He owns the grasshoppers. He owns the frogs. He well, owns the termites. You know, whatever. Well, it's just the deers <laughs> that they just don't, they, they're protected by the king and whatever. And they tempt, they were going to um, punish March, but luckily, da 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 Robin Hood appears with Will Scarlet. <laughs> And of course, um, Robin Hood steps in and tells them that he killed the deer and this man was, was his, his servant. Yes. So they said um, Robin wanted to probably give Guy Gisborne, um a lesson in shooting him in the in the chest again. Yeah. <laughs> but luckily, Guy and his men run off like cowards. He who fights and runs away lives to fight, fight another, another day. day. Mm. Yes, and of course, March um, thanks his Robin Hood and says to he's his man, all that stuff. I will be your servant, my lord. Now, yes. That's what's up here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, so later that night. Major sucker. No, yeah, so later that night, um, Prince John, so Guy of Gisborne, and, and Lady Mary are having a nice, good banquet of sorts. Having a few friends over, you know. Yeah, yeah having a few friends um, talking about uh, Robin Hood, about their plans and stuff like that. He's a very naughty boy. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. guess who comes knocking at the door, or we think? Robin Hood. Right, yes. Tat, tat. Yes. Hey, one calling. No, and, of course, he's carrying the uh, carcass of the dead deer. See, he's bringing it home to the Prince John. See? Or to <laughs> prove something. <laughs> Which I think is a bit really Actually, bad. Actually, in, in, in Robin Hood Man and Tights, he brought this pig. He says, that's a crashing boar. No, this is a pig. He's a crashing boar. No, no he says, um, that's, a, that's a wild boar. Wild not boar, a, yeah, sorry, well, yeah. Boar. Uh, yeah well, wild boar. No, that's, not, that's a pig. He's a wild boar. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Funny. So it was taken from there. Gosh, no, reason. They borrowed it. Yes. Good on Mel Brooks. Mel Brooks <laughs> is brilliant. Anyway, so... Um, they meet, and uh, and Prince John um, tries to pretend to put on a face that of praising Robin and his his night and his behaviour. Yeah, he, he admires his uh, prowess of the yeah. bow and how he's uh, yeah. a bit of a rogue, but a lovable rogue and everything yes. else like that. Mm. Yes, and he introduces to him to Maid Marion or Lady Marion, I think. Maid Marion. Well, she was a Maid Marion. Okay, okay. Made in Jewett. No. <laughs> yes, yeah, so anyway, she's not impressed with his behaviour and doesn't like his roguish behaviour. He's roughian. Yes. <laughs> but then again, she's not so impressed with Sir Guy of Gisman either. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, she's, um, guy. she's not. A, she's a stranger to other men. <laughs> well, she's pretty. But yes. she, yeah, she, was, she was a ward of king prince, richard yeah and, and, Ri- and prince john was looking after while richard was away so. yes exactly yes. so so anyway um prince john um invites um prince uh, robin hood to sit around and have some of their food with him yeah, to the fat you know have, a, the ha- fat have an ale and talk and about wine. um gosh knows what 
And of course, um, Robin doesn't like the fact that that Prince John is going to, to keep the ransom money and... Well, he didn't say he, he accused him. He didn't yes. say he didn't like it. He, he said, I believe you're getting a tax money and you don't intend to get it. Uh, yeah. Get it to your uh, king, to, to uh, King Richard for to pay his ransom. They said yeah. you're going to keep it for yourself. Yeah, and he didn't like the truth. Yeah, and mm. most of the knights in the courtroom were all giving each other the funny look, saying, "Well, should he? What is she? What's he saying? Is he just going to keep this money? And what about our king?" And they, and of course, Prince John says, um, "What are you gawking at? Do you think it's wise for me to?" Um, um, keep my my brother a prison and all that stuff and he questions each night because they're worried about their jobs exactly good yeah. night night yeah. exactly <laughs> there, there goes their pension there goes their, their, their palace or their castle there goes their money no yes we believe in you we, we worship you Prince John yeah <coughs> bullshit of, <coughs> of course um, Robin of course calls him a traitor and all that stuff and doesn't like the knights of being traitors to their own king mm-hmm. so he says from this night forward I am going to use all my resources to fight against you and of course um Ooh. um Sir Guy Gisman sent gets his men to spear his chair, and then we, the fight is on, and it's a really great fight scene. Yeah, not a bad fight scene for its time, yeah. yeah. And of course, eventually, Robin gets the upper hand, and he gets out, and I love this bit where he tells the guards at the door that there's a traitor inside trying to escape. Quick, shut the door. <laughs> After he ran out the door. Hmm. Yes. Good and of news. course, hmm. um, him, Will, and March, um, they get onto their horse and ride away, and while the knights are trying to secure the door <laughs> yeah and of course um so guy comes to the door and he they try to open the door while the knights on the other end are trying to keep the door closed and eventually he comes out and gives them a whack around their ears telling them where, where is this where did he go <laughs> he went that away hey why are they always going that way why don't they go this way aha and, good question and folks. there was a gossip chase scene a lot of good matte paintings in this with this yeah, oh yeah, actually, must have been back in those days. They they did rely on a lot of matte paintings uh, to create an atmosphere and mm. good landscapes. And I must admit, the matte painters even today. Well, not, I don't think it's done as much today, mm. but um, they were very talented people. Mm. Mm. Quite anyway. Yeah, eventually, um, they outrun and and eventually, um, the soldiers lose track of them and. Robin tells March to go tell his um, some of the, some of his friends or some of the people he knows to. We're going to meet in the forest. Meet in the forest and mm. tomorrow to discuss their plans of getting rid of these ruffians. Yes, and anybody who was anybody hmm. who didn't like Prince John and his cronies showed up. Mm. Yes. Yeah, so anyway, um, of course, Prince John he his he he then arranges that. Robin's lands are forfeit to him and anyone who so much as give him shelter or aid will be looking at a very big heavy fine. <laughs> or worse. Mm. <laughs> yes, worse, like being hanged. That means well hung. Yeah. yeah well, so his no, property is forfeit, meaning Robin is now become an outlaw or a wolf's head. That's just the term they used in English yeah, back in- then. interesting, wolf's head. Yeah, I think it's kind of mm. cool. A brigand, maybe, perchance? Yeah, mostly. So eventually he arranges a, um, a wanted a reward for this. And just so you guys know, back then, 
um, if you so much as a sex um, one of the poor people, you don't, and if you so much as hand someone over to prison and receive a reward, you will not receive it. You get a nice pat back saying, you've done your job. Now, bugger, bugger off. off. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's it. Well. I heard this in a historic document I read. Yeah. So, a bit rude, isn't it? It is rude. So anyway, um, next morning, Robin and Will are going for the forest. Will's complaining about the night, um, just the night before, saying he couldn't sleep because of the horrible noises at night. And Robin's saying, oh, it was so peaceful out here. You know? Yeah, and he complained yeah. about an owl hooting in his ear all night. And Robin, and Robin's saying, oh, the, no- the noise of the forest, so relaxing. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I was laying on an acorn or a rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that sort of stuff. Yes. Moan, moan. Moan, moan. Whinging palms. I don't know. No, sorry. No, no, don't I'm be joking. Rude. joking. There's plenty of friends. I'm friendly. There's most English people listening. I'm saying yeah. joking. I have plenty of friends who are English, and I don't. Mind and no, I and I love. I them. was joking. Everyone I was them. joking, guys. Please. And eventually, <laughs> um, Robin meets um, little John or John Little, considering. Yeah, his name, his name was John Little. Yes. yes. So, and they have that famous um, yeah. quarterstaff fight in on the bridge. But Daffy Duck used a buck and a quarterstaff when he did his. Yes, I knew you would say that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. Yes. So, I and like of course, duck. just like in his in the books, um, John gets the upper hand, and Robin gets a f- um, head full of water. Yeah, he fell. Yeah, oh yeah. Gee. <laughs> of course, it's it, everyone gets a big laugh. Everyone chuckles and say um, uh, that he was a good fighter and everything. And and John Little wants to join up with Robin and his friends. So they changed name to Little John because that's a big fellow. Mm-hmm. English humour. Great yes. business, folks. Yeah. Eventually, he meets up with the other peasants who have had a hard time, and Robin says an inspiring speech to encourage them to fight for the wrong against Prince John and to swear an oath that they will do good to good people and swear to take money from the wealthy and, and give, give to, to the, the poor. poor and all that sort of stuff. And, yeah. mm-hmm. and pledge allegiance to King Richard. Yes. Aha. Yeah, and the rightful king of England yeah. be. And as the time goes by, yeah. a few of the um, knights that are loyal to Prince John get a few um, arrows into their chest because of their nasty behaviour. Call it assassination, if you ask me. A bit rude, isn't it? <laughs> yes. And eventually, um, um, some of them, later on, much later on, um, Robin and his gang are heading through the forest and meet Friar Tuck. And this is where they have a fight scene of their own, which is kind of fun. And if you fry a tuck for a fat fryer, yeah, he, he, he gave uh, Robin Hood a fair account of the sword. Uh, yeah, well, I think that there was a bit where... There's hope for me yet, folks. Yeah, there was I'm s- short, fat and bald. Again. <laughs> <But> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yes, eventually. So... Uh, eventually, he was able to convince Frytuck to become their friar to and hopes to continue working with him. And eventually, he convinces him after offering him samples of some really good food. Hopefully. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Frytuck wasn't what you'd call a lean monk. <laughs> yes, he's more about the um, things about his stomach, he more about tr- religious... The creature comforts and nice... A nice leg of mutton, a glass of, or a big tankard of ale or mead yeah. and stuff. It's interesting yeah. in different versions. Like some versions hint that he's a bit of a, he prefers food, and others would make him as a drunk. 
I think, I think, I think it was both. <laughs> yes. He, he ate and drank to excess. That's why he's fat. Ah, yes. So anyway. Is it one of his cholesterol levels, yeah, folks, or okay. his heart condition? Um, yeah, anyway, the next next couple of days later, I guess, they, they start arranging an ambush on the Sagai of Gisborne, the Sheriff, and Lady Marion, or Maid Marion. Anyway, and it's pretty awesome how they prepare in this scene. It's kind of interesting. They start getting vines, attach them to big trees, and get themselves yep. organized and they kept spying on wh- where and where the um where the um sh- sheriff and the guy and in marion were like they had spies throughout the um, forest, forest okay. keeping an eye out and ca- you know to know where and everyone is little heading signals, little bird whistles going yeah that's all stuff or not <laughs> but the birds do that <laughs> well that was a different movie <laughs> so right. anyway they eventually get things organized they climb up the trees hide behind the um rocks hide behind the leaves and they get themselves ready <laughs> i think there was a funny joke i said to you the other d- yesterday where i said that how much will res- may resemble an apple because he <laughs> always wore red, red. tights instead well, of an apple in a tree you blend in not no <laughs> yeah gee yes yeah, so anyway they ambushed them. Everyone gets the huge laugh from um, Robin Hood's side. Yeah, and they take all the good gold and jewels and stuff. Yes, from, and from eventually the, yeah. Robin takes them back to his hideout, and he um and made Marion. Yeah, and made Marion's um servant um Bess, I think her name is. Bess, yeah, Bess. Actually, yeah. much likes her. Mm. Mm-hmm. Much yeah. likes her very much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was like, oh, um, yeah, so I never been walking with a female before. And she says, yeah. what female? And he says, you. I think she titters. <laughs> and, yeah, and he remarks that he never has a sweetheart. And, and she laughs like... I've had five. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so. I like... Um, <laughs> Her behaviour. and She's she, funny. I'm, I've seen, I think I've seen her in other movies. I just can't place them. Like um, I think I remember her in... Um, in the Invisible Man? Uh, maybe. The yes. one who was screaming through his face? Yeah, yeah, I know yeah, that yeah, she yeah, was in um, yeah. the um, another Errol film. Maybe I can't place mm. the name. What's it called? Uh, um, the Hawks? Seahawks? Seahawks, no. sea yes. Sea that's Hawk. it. Sea Hawk, yeah, yeah. yeah, she played a servant in that yeah. one with another she's, she's, lady. She's a cute, funny little lady. Yes. <laughs> so anyway, the, um, they get back to Robin's hideout and mostly um, his men start dressing in their royal garments and the sheriff and the guy, they were forced to wear raggedy clothing just to, as a bit of a... Uh, as a Special nasty, treat. As a nasty <laughs> trick on their part. For their nastiness. Yeah, see so how the other half live. Hmm. Yes, and of course, um, Maid Marian uh, feels like it's revolting that they're just behaving like and they're this. They're picking on these, you know, you know yes. At least ruffians. She, oh. It could be a lot worse. They could have been taking her garments and giving it to another, a poor lady. Well, I was going to say, take her garments. Well, it would have been X-rated, probably. Ah, good point. Mm. Good point. Yes. But luckily, Robin Hood. But it wasn't about her. Yeah. Yeah. But I think Robin Hood. He made it now. And what's the allowances before? By not uh, treating her un- well, nicely. Well, he's picking on the naughty people. She's not naughty. She's just a misunderstood. A mis- yeah, she didn't understand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Eventually, um, the chef comes out and says, "To the tables, everybody, stuff yourselves." 
I, I, I could actually say something about getting stuffed here, but um, I won't say that because people might get the wrong impression. I just think, anyway. it's, I think it's just funny, especially <coughs> for those who may be thinking this is a funny... Well, they had a bit of humour thrown in. Yeah. You know, and the food is pretty much interesting. It's all... i got to admit, i never seen food like this... Like, well, maybe except if it was cut up for me, obviously. No, you you have whole chickens on plates and stuff, yeah. and uh, yeah, a whole deer and a whole yeah, pig like and stuff. Yeah, like a whole you know. bit of mutton. Yeah, a whole leg of mutton thrown in plate. Oh, gee, gee. And, well, for them, some of you don't know what mutton is, because that's uh, it, uh, I don't know if that's a common term all over the world. Mutton is old sheep. Mm, I see. Yeah. So yeah. you got lamb, you got mutton, which is the older sheep. So yeah, mutton, yeah. yeah. So that we say leg of mutton, that's old sheep. Yeah. So, yeah. At first, Ma- Ma- Marion doesn't re- refuse the food being offered to her, but she then, was a bit picky. But she then, um, while Robin is not looking, starts nibbling on her and her food, and mm. of course he looks at her and she puts it down, and he just chuckles that she's she's eating, eating, mm-hmm. <laughs> even after she says she refuses to eat. Never mind. Eventually, Robin Hood makes two speeches where he says that that the um well I won't tell you the both one of the I'll tell you one speech where he says what are we going to do with this treasure should we divide amongst ourselves <coughs> and all of them agree that they're going to hold it for Richard to because it belongs to the king exactly yes and this is sort of um sort of pointing out to Maid Marian that what they're going to do with the money then we're not going to spend it divided amongst themselves all that stuff. And Whoa. she started yeah. to realize that 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 she was wrong that there were not thieves, bad thieves. Well, the problem is that they they have to act like thieves to live because yeah. they had no jobs. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So, yeah. Um, Robin then mm. shows her some very very poor people who have lost their homes and have nothing, can't really make a living actually, to be honest. So. He shows them, and he and she sees for herself that that what Robin Hood is providing for for them would be, well, just providing them money to live for a, for a little longer. Yeah, and it's a little sad when I look at that. Yeah, exactly right. She is um, she finds it strange that um all this effort that Robin what's Robin's reward out of it, even though she doesn't understand this is not about rewards, it's about trying to provide doing for the right thing doing folks. the right thing see it, it's 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 um a selfless attitude isn't that's not, that's a word a selfless attitude it's not about me, it's about the people around me, and I'm trying to look after them yeah eventually there should they, be more people like that out there yeah yeah eventually yeah. He, they come back out. Back to um, uh, Robin Hood's hide hideout, and um, sheriff the sheriff and Sir Guy want to leave, and they and Robin says he'll his men will escort dear old Maid Marian back to her home, but um, well, to the Abbey or something. Yeah, 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 and, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the sheriff and Guy will be escorted by say six or seven of his men by <laughs> by. Walking them on foot back. And to take them down the crossroads somewhere, rather. And they said, "Don't, don't, don't try to memorise your way around the forest. You won't find your way into here yeah. because it's obviously." Yeah. Uh, and of course, they have no horses. Deep meaning, extra cover. And they don't have any horses because the horses were probably were the things on their back, so to speak. Right then. Mm-hmm. Well, he uh, um, the sheriff said, "Our horses, our clothes." All you got is the clothes on your back, yeah. <laughs> And no horses. Yeah. No so they're forced walk. to mm. walk as punishment for their crimes. Crimes. Mm, yes. 
crimes against humanity, folks. Yeah, eventually um, Maid Marian gets herself ready to head off and March the Miller suggested to come along with them. So it's, he, he can talk to Bess. Yes, mm. he likes her. <laughs> oh, yeah, we... He's only a young man. Well, not really. No, yeah. well, he's uh, nice anyway. He's a nice fellow. Yeah, simple little country folk. Yeah. Like there was a moment when, when as Robin, as May Marion is saddled up on her horse, and she says goodbye to Robin. It gets me. It gets me right here that it's sad that that she's really gone from this world, and it makes me. Oh, move on, will you? Well, See, only the good die young. It's 104 know, years old. Okay, <laughs> that's how I visualise her. That she just rides off and into we'll the sunset, and we'll never on see a wrinkly her. old horse. Okay, she's 104. Okay, now move on. No, I mean, <laughs> in my mind, that now that she's in heaven, she's um, she's at the she's back in the 20s again, looking yes, really hot. She's yeah, she's back to the time when she's a youthful woman, you know, living out her days as. Well, just living out her days up there. Well, plenty of days. Now move on. <laughs> yeah, eventually, um, um, the sheriff and Guy, they return to Prince John and they tell them about what just occurred. And Prince John is annoyed. He wants to get Robin Hood. He doesn't care how, but just do it. Mm-hmm. Even the, um, the sheriff suggested I should buster an army and surround Sherwood. Of course, the guy says, you can catch him if he's shooting arrows at a crow. Sitting, uh, sitting on your lap. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yes. <laughs> and, of course, this gives the sheriff an idea. Aha, an archery contest. Gee, didn't see that one come, did we, folks? <laughs> so, uh, so he comes up with the idea and he, he says that, that, that the prize would be a golden arrow. And the guy says... So he's going to just risk his neck for an arrow, a golden arrow? Give me a break. <laughs> he does. But he suggested that it, if the arrow is presented to Robin by the Lady Marion or Maid Marion, and he says he, that he notices that Maid Marion and Robin are starting to feel things for each other. The juices are flowing, folks. Yes. So the next day... It, the archery, well, not the next day. I mean, archery tournaments take probably ages to get organised. It doesn't know that much. Mm. So anyway, <laughs> they organise the archery tournament. You see like thousands of archers arriving or hundreds, thousands, hundreds of people <laughs> arriving. And, of course, um, Prince John is, um, um, and Sheriff and, and the guy discuss their plans. Maid Marion is there with them and Has she's... Has no one. Totally oblivious to and all. And she's trying to work out what's going on. Then she tweaks. Oh, they're going to set a trap for him. Oh, she's upset because yeah. she likes... Robert, and I think obviously. deep down mm. she does yes. see him yeah. in heavily disguised, even though... To she, yeah, it's like Clark Kent put a pair of glasses on. I could see him coming through the crowd. Yeah, I remember another... In Richard Green's version, he was able to disguise himself very well. Hey... Robin Hood men in tights. Mm -hmm. He had a white wig on and everything else. Didn't <laughs> recognise him. You know, yeah. Gary Ewell's dad didn't recognise him whatsoever. Yeah, yeah it was hilarious. So hey. anyway. Now, Scarlet Pimpernel can put some makeup on and a wig and stuff. Why couldn't Robin Hood? Yeah, true. So anyway, Robin Hood um, emerges with some of his uh, men dressed in different garments and stuff like that and not um, being noticed by anyone. Or so we think. I noticed him. Yes, no, no. and eventually they get they finally get themselves entered in the competition. Of course, some of the men they 
or they got out or, or lost. Whatever. Or whatever. Well, you know, and, not like a competition like and, football, you know. <laughs> and only two remaining archers are there on the field. Uh, Robin and um, so-and-so. Hey, so-and-so, you know so-and-so? Mm-hmm. I can't remember his name. Uh, the, the, that other archer, he was a professional archer, I believe, yeah. and he did a lot of the shots in the film. Yeah. You know, when people would be getting shot with arrows in the chest or whatever, mm-hmm. and he was the one shooting the arrows behind the scenes of these guys. Mm, of course, cool. he was a professional archer, and, and they put things like balsa wood and things inside the clothing, so when he shot an arrow at somebody, it would stick in their back and it would fall over, but ah. he, they only trusted him. Because he was a real archer, and if he wanted to shoot something from, say, 30 metres away or 50 mm. metres away and make it look good, it wouldn't hurt anybody. And he got outshot by Errol Flynn in this movie. <laughs> we won't go into actually how it happened for production, but just now. But yeah, yes. anyway, he did that. Yeah. So, anyway, Robin wins by default and shoots the arrow right through the, his opponent's arrow. And yeah. eventually, everyone cheers. He cleft it in twain. <laughs> yes, and everyone cheers, give him a round of applause, and of course they, he gets to the centre stage, and here's your sword. I mean, here's your, here's your arrow. Yeah, and of course they, um, the yeah. guy says, "Why didn't you shoot a, a black arrow, a black um, feathered arrow?" And he says, and Errol says, um, "That's my um, my last." Um, what did he, what oh, did he, he said to say, he, he, he saves that for work. Yeah. <laughs> for sure, naughty guys. Yes. Mm. Eventually, mm, the guy yeah. says, arrest this man. And, of course, Robin tries to get away, but with little success. However, so, outnumbered as usual. Yeah, and eventually his men couldn't save him this time around. Yeah. Yeah, so he gets, yeah, oh, and he gets sentenced for his crimes of sorts. He's going to be hung tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Like I said, he's going to be well hung tomorrow. Yeah, and according no, to no, the yeah. story, um, <laughs> Prince John is not responsible for or organising, um, you know, Robin Hood's downfall. So he's leaving it to Sir Guy the Gisman to organise it. Oh, Guy Gisman. Yes. And, of course, Maid Marion is a little upset about this and she decides to go to Robin Hood's if men she to help Robin ah, get out. Isn't true love grand, folks? Yes, yeah. and eventually they it took a little bit of persuading on their part to believe her that she's not lying or cheating or doing something. The setup. Yes. Oh, I don't trust her. Kill but, her. Kill her. Eventually, Friartuck was able to see through her, through her and see that she was not doing anything wrong. Yes. So yes. Yes. So anyway, irrespective. So Maid Marion was able to convince them a way to get themselves and inside the helped. castle. And she helped. Yes. Mm-hmm. I imagine the same way she got out of the castle on her own too, yeah. to avoid detection. The fire rigs at the back. <laughs> no, no, no. no yes. No. So eventually, the next morning, no. everyone is there and they await Robin Hood's ho- horrible execution. However. However, all his men are hiding in plain sight with the, wearing costumes and waiting for the signal or waiting for it to get started. And what happened? Well, for starters, <laughs> um, so, some of his men pull out their bows and start hammering them into the, to the, um, the, um, the guards. Yeah, that's, that's a great retirement plan, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, and eventually Robin Hood this time finally jumps onto a horse and is able to escape. And in yeah, this, 
giddy up, giddy up, pussy. <laughs> yes. Sorry. Eventually, um, later that night, or maybe later, yeah, later that night, he comes vis- calling on Maid Marian and to say um, how much he appreciates the gesture of hel- helping him escape. Yes. Yes, and they have a most romantic moment that I love most of all in this movie. And she admits that she does like him, and it's so romantic. She got the hot sporing guys. Yes, and <laughs> she says that she'll stay there and be able to be of help by watching any activity there. And letting them know what's going on. Yes. Quite See, handy. she's chosen the right thing to do. Yeah, and, and of course, Robin uh, proposes to her when to her to come to be his eventually uh, he even says wouldn't you come with me meaning be with me and all that stuff don't stay with these normal creeps but she says that she can do a lot more work better work staying at the castle yes. and getting information and she does yes at the point of her death <laughs> yep yes eventually she gets caught yes. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah but that's too far ahead of, as per usual they so are irrespective mm. so so Robin Hood eventually leaves, and for the following day or week or whatever, it doesn't matter. There's no time. Ho- Hollywood, there's no time frame. Yes. We see, <laughs> um, we come to an inn, and uh, or a motel, if you will. An inn. Yes. And we see some strange man, hooded, hooded men. Hooded guys, like monks or something yeah. like that. Yeah. And they're all sitting down for tea or dinner. Having a bit of a huddle around the food. And, of course, they hear... Um, the bishop of I don't know what uh, the black cannons. Yeah, he comes there. He's annoyed. He's he get he says he got robbed by Robin Hood and his men, of sorts. Yeah. And one of um the the hooded men there says, Robin Hood again, sire. And that was a big and, mistake. And it's, it's, it's Bruce Guy to say, uh, and he bishop whatever heard the word, word sire. Yeah. And you would have thought that at least the wealthy would know what the king looked like. I mean, it doesn't take a hood to hide disguise yourself. Well, if you were looking away from someone and you got a hood over your head and you can't see the clothing or the head or the colour race, he could have been black, white, sorry, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry, politically not correct, but I'm just playing. He could be black, white, Chinese, anything. You wouldn't know with all the clothes on and stuff. I'm (laughs) even wearing a hood myself. Would you recognise me? Yeah, so you can go into a liquor store and rob one right now and no one knows who she was. Yes. So anyway, yeah. so anyway um, he then, um, the bishop heads off, even though he says he's going to stay the night and tend to the horses yeah. to avoid any more attacks. But he now found out the news that, that maybe Richard is in England. Yes. Which means he must go directly to Prince, Prince John, John and tell the news. Mm-hmm. So, um, but dear old... King Richard, who's there, he seems to see through this act and knows that they're in danger. So they get on the road. So he um, gets some of his men to wear some black sackcloth and ashes, black cloaks, to make them look like monks. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, they, they head back out to the... Um, of the inn, I don't know how... Well, they got out, because they had no idea they are going to get... Yes. Uh, uh, visited in the night by some troops, so they, they thought they'd leave. Yeah, yeah. so eventually mm. we we, pan- we fade in onto the Prince John and the Bishop and Guy of Gisborne, and the Bishop tells them about what he's found out, 
And and made Mirinch up big ears. Yes. Uh-huh. And we have and sh- he and Prince John tells a loyal guard of sorts who to go there to get to kill his brother and his men. And, and, and as a reward, and he as got re- good groovy stuff. Yeah, mm. he's going to get Robin Hood's estate. Yeah. Yep. And his lands and stuff like that and make him a sir. Oh, yes. Well, hey, see, promotion in the ranks. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Well, that's what happens when you're a knight. You might, you, well, actually, if you're a soldier in the army, you might let, get a chance of being a knight in the, um, or lord of whatever. He would have been a lord, probably. Oh, yes. So, yeah. anyway, he heads off <coughs> and... Just then, Prince John and Guy of Gisborne and the bishop notice someone f- um, moving in the background. Lo and behold, Maid Marion. Marion. And they both know that she overheard, and when she's writing a letter to Robin and telling them about the plan, guess who comes calling? Not Robin Hood, but Guy of Gisborne, who wants to find out what she knows. And guess what? He finds a note. Oh, oh no. But young Bess, her yeah. assistant. Yeah, she gets heads, the word out. Yeah, yeah, she gets the word out. She goes to March the Miller and the innkeeper to and tell them of well another inn in at the moment. there's more than one inn after all back then. <laughs> right then? Well, probably they've got a couple hanging around. Yeah, you know, they had the favourite one, you know. Yeah, this this yeah. Scene is sort of um, sort of a meeting place for Robin and his friends to hang out and stuff. Do you think if you think the 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 officials would find out about it mm. and say that's the one they hang out at? Yes, yeah. true, true. So anyway, army intelligence. Um, much not- um, <laughs> kind of um, what's the word? Um, tries to um, what's the word for get you know distract the uh, that. That's the other guy. Yeah, just he tried. He tried to delay the other guy. Oh yeah, so delay could, him. Yeah, he's going to get the message out and do something or kill King Richard yeah, or whatever. So he yeah. um, delays him, and, and I and guess he kills him. Puts him out of the way. Yes. Yes. Sends yes. him off to meet his maker. Or even though we don't see it, we see them just no. struggling. Yeah, and but we don't says, know who's going to. Much says he said something later on. He, he won't be doing anything anymore or something. Like that. Yeah, 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 we don't know that. No, he said that. Mm-hmm. He said that. So he yes. indicated he put him. He put him away. Yes. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we fade in on that scene while March is still struggling with that guy. struggle. Yeah, and we see um, a few hooded, black hooded men walking, wa- riding through the woods, and it. No, lo behold, it turns out to be King Richard and yeah. his men. Yeah. And the good guys. And they meet up with Robin, and Robin tries to rob them in his own way again. But this time, um, King Richard admits that he doesn't have very much money on him, and that money goes to the king, Richard. Yeah. And, of course, the men are fr- kind of thrilled that th- that he's loyal to King Richard. So they invite him for dinner. Yeah, and he, know, even nice. says, he even admits it to himself that I love no other men better or whatever. And not in a gay manner, guys. Yes. <laughs> so they invite him along, and Robin Hood admits to him that it's not all Prince... King Prince John's fault, but it's actually King Richard's fault for allowing King Prince John to, to take over. Take over. Mm-hmm. So he, I think King Richard got, got the honest truth Oops, there, and he, he feels. I think he's beginning to realize yeah. his mistake and error. That I what shouldn't he have did. gone. I should have sent my men over. I, could, I, should, yeah. I should have stayed home. Yes, he even the admits, kitties. Yeah, he even admits it in when he was in the inn earlier that he should never have left England. 
Even though he went off to the Crusades and all that. Yeah. <laughs> it's another money grab. You know, you go there, rape, pollute, and plunder, just like the Vikings. Uh-huh. He could have seen his men over there do that. Yeah, yeah true, yeah, true. Yeah. So anyway, um, later on we find Will Scarlet, find March the Miller, who's practically looked like he's he's seen better days. He, well, he's just got to have a, bit, a major fight. Yeah, yeah, and he looks like he's pretty much... Week from the fight he had. Yes, at least um, at least we can safely assume that what much must be feeling, the guy, the, the other guy might be feeling a lot worse. Well, he's not feeling anything. He's dead. <laughs> uh-huh. So eventually, um, Will brings him back to Robin, and he gives him the scoop on what has occurred. Yeah, and of course, Robin Hood's the brilliant hero, sent us his men to go out and try to find King Richard if they can. Of course, they don't have to do that because um, the hooded man approaches Robin saying that he doesn't need to look for Richard. He's in good hands, the best in England. And he, and he disrobes, well, yeah, takes the outer garments off. Yeah, and, and we see <laughs> the shield of, of King Richard Lionheart's shield on his chest. chest. Yeah, well, his emblem, not yeah. the shield. Yeah, yeah. The uh, hint that this is King Richard. <coughs> Come, and along with his other knights who wear the special cross that indicates yeah. the loyal soldiers to, to King Richard. Yeah, exactly right. Mm-hmm. There you go, then. Yeah, and of course, um, King Richard says that, well, eventually March approaches the king and tells him the news and tells him also that Maid Marin was going to be sentenced to death in two days. How dare, how could... How could Prince Don do this? But yeah. Prince Don hopes to be king yeah. because he's and according to the and according to the mm. King Richard, he says you cannot dare to kill them, the the um, king's ward. Yeah, well, once the king's dead, he can. Yeah, and that's yes. that was the idea of that guy that much beat up. He was mm-hmm. going to kill King Richard if he found yeah. him. Yeah, eventually ah. um, they they wanted to storm the castle, but King Richard uh, says that they couldn't do that because that would kill all the men. Mercilessly and all that stuff. Exactly right. Mm. So Robin mm. comes up with an alternative plan. Exactly. He's pretty clever that way. Yes. He eventually, they eventually go to the Black Bishop, whatever his name is. Yeah. And they, the following day, they dress up in black identical monk uniforms. Yeah, the habits, yeah, the monk's robes, yeah, yeah. And mm. And escort the bishop to the coronation. Yeah, see, <laughs> see Prince John thinks I'm going to be King John very shortly, and all these bishops and everything came from the monastery or whatever you want to call it. Yes. And they go, we're going to be here, we're going to you know, be yeah. part of the celebrations. Yes. Not on your life. Yeah, no. yeah I often, yeah, and this is where I refer back to this music a lot when they do the trumpet bit. It makes me think of John Williams' music a lot. I mean, Something I th- I wouldn't be surprised. Most of the music in this may have inspired him to be a, a movie writer, mm. uh, or a musical composer. score writer. Yeah, yeah, composer. Yeah, and movie, I read yeah. somewhere this yeah. composer, he actually won a um, musical score did, award, think, yeah, yeah. and this is the first time a composer ever got a r- award for his hard music. It shouldn't be the last time. It should. These yeah, guys make the movies. Yeah, it's usually the head person of yeah. the music department who gets it, but it's nice that the composer got something exactly. out of it. Yes. Yes. So anyway, um, the mm. monks enter. Everyone is ready to for the coronation. 
the bishop approaches the um, king, says some interesting words, tells him that he just opposed his brother, Richard the Lionheart of England, and of course Prince John says, Richard no longer exists. From now on, I am regent of England. And no, of course, he's not. of course, Richard unrobes himself and says, um, premature brother. <laughs> and everyone is freaking out, Whoops. saying that King Richard's alive and well and all that. Yes. And eventually, mm. Robin disrobes and and he shouts, let's get them. Yeah. And they all disrobe and they start attacking the knights. Oh, when when, when Sarah says disrobed, he just finds the outer garments are not running around naked. Okay, yeah, just meaning just the, <laughs> just the black monk yeah, clothing. They get out of the habit. <laughs> 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 they get out of the habit. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> yeah, so they um, begin to fight the knights. March, I like in the most of these scenes because he, he's, he's not very well. He's still unwell and he uses the most extraordinary maneuvers in this movie and he, and he bangs a few guys at the head yeah the he uses um, club thing, a yeah. very big table and throws it on over the um, side and crushes both probably both the knights as well as some of the Robin Hood's men no he didn't he threw it on the naughty guys he yes. did good aim and eventually he um, climbs he uses um, what do they call those oh, things it's, it's a little uh, what do you call it a little, uh, it's a little battle, uh, not a battle axe, but uh, a uh, battle club type Yeah, thing. a battle club, and starts hitting each knight individually yeah. on the head. Yeah, it's a stick of a round ball, a couple of knobs on the end of it. Yeah, it's really good for knocking yeah, it out. Yeah, there was yeah. even one bit where he, one of the knights was wearing one of those hard helmets. So he took the helmet off and hit him on the head. And <laughs> yeah, it's hilarious. Cute. Yes, anyway, eventually Robin is fighting <laughs> Sir Guy of Gisborne. They fight all over the place throughout the castle, and eventually, just like we, Zorro. and mm. this when we think mm. the guy has the upper hand, dear old Robin Hood um, was able to s- stab him. Got Gisborne in the gizzard. Well, it's a lot more technical than that, but <laughs> he it's, got him in the This is a really great fight scene that yeah, yeah. that's most remembered. Clink, 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 clink. Yeah, it went off a couple of minutes. It did pretty yeah. good. Yeah. Eventually, um, he was able to get to Maid Marian. And they embrace, and kissy, 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 and that's yeah, a nice warm embrace. Anyway, and later on we see everyone has ta- has dropped their swords and finally has given up in yeah, defeat. Yeah. And everyone is relieved that Prince King Richard's all right. Yay! Anyway, anyway, to cut a long story short, just so, here that uh, the king grants a pardon to all the men of Sherwood. Yeah, and he tells his brother that he knows about the the fact he was going to get murdered, and he tells him that he banishes him, him for the remainder of his lifetime. Yeah, King Richard's lifetime. Yes. So him and the sheriff and the remainder of his followers under- followers leave the court. We think they went to France. We think, because he came back for French wife, didn't he, later on? Yeah, in the next according movie. to history. In the next movie, yeah. Mm. They went to France. Yeah, mm. so anyway, um, Robin eventually gives... Um, well, I mean, King Richard does eventually give um, Robin her pardon, and he... And, and the, made Marion's hand in marriage. And not to mention giving him back his, his lands and estate and making him baron again. A baron? Yeah, someone like Baron, or yeah, gave, gave him a title anyway, mm-hmm. and whatever. And, yeah. and of course, um, everyone's happy again. Yeah, and they all hailed um, King Richard and all that. And she hailed! Oh, sorry, no, sorry. And no. Robin <laughs> and Maid Marion sneak away quietly. And it was my, and of course, Robin says, My order, what did he say? May I obey all your commands with equal pleasure, sire. Yeah. And, of Ta-da. course, they head out the, the front door. Well, they're going to do a bit of rumpty-bumpty later on, you know. Uh, I read somewhere <laughs> that after they left the courtroom, that 
I mean the court, I mean, sorry. Um, they were go- they jumped onto a horse, kissed, and did the usual... They kissed the horse? No. Oh, no. Sorry. But uh, they cut that scene and decided just to go with um, Robin leaving the, co- leaving the, the court. And all exactly that. right. And we fade out. The end. Yay. Yay. Woo! A, a, a riveting adventure, folks. Yes. Now. And most, I know most of mm. you guys have seen the movie and have oh, made... No, no, no. A lot of people... Now, you keep saying a lot of people see it. A lot of the younger folk... And I was about, look, I saw it when I was young the first time. This was made back in 19... Bugger likes, whatever. 1938. Mm-hmm. Now, if someone, say, 20 or 30 years old, they might not have seen the Errol Flynn version of it. Might, maybe. They might, They may have heard about it, but may not have ever seen it. Maybe. Hmm. Anyway, Alfred. Is it you're presuming? Yeah, I mm. guess you may be right. Yes. I mean, I... That's why we're doing I, the reviews. Yeah, when I <laughs> first ever watched this version, I watched... I always felt... My, the first time I watched a Robin Hood was when I watched the um, Disney version of the cartoon Robin yeah, Hood. Yeah, the, uh, the foxes and bears. Yeah, the, um, yeah. I can't remember who played yeah. who. And, but, and yeah, it, it was, was only, a f- say, I was I was probably around seven or eight, or I don't know. Yeah, but, but I then watched the um, live-action version of it with Errol Flynn in it. And then and you saw the other ones, the English ones with uh, Richard Green in it. And yeah, but that one was much later, later on. Later, but we saw that too. And but then, uh, Errol Flynn's mm, one has always stuck in my head a lot. Like, but you got to look at the actors that. in it. You, you got Errol Flynn, you got Olivia de Havilland, you got Basil Rathbone, you got Claude Rains. You had all these fine actors in it. True, true. And Warner Brothers threw a mozza of dollars at it to make it come yeah, alive. Despite you know, the fact I mean, that they couldn't, um, what's the word? I mean, they what? couldn't um, the box office. No, they made money on it. Yeah, they, they made doubled their money. So mm-hmm. if you if you spent two million back in those days, they made four million at box office. They're two million ahead. Now it doesn't mm-hmm. seem a lot today, uh. but it, the, the ticket price are less than twenty five cents. Mm-hmm. Now let's have a look at this. Uh, Ten times, say fifty times the cost for a ticket nowadays. So mm-hmm. fifty times two million dollars mm-hmm. profit. Is they made a hundred million dollars on it by today's standards, mm. which isn't bad. Mm. And considering they had a lot of people involved, scenes, whatever, you know, yeah. And actually, getting onto that into production notes now, um, it was uh, Warner's first year, first large budget color feature film using, I believe, what they call three strip Technicolor process, whatever cool. that is. Okay, mm. I don't know much about the technical side of things now. Um, Cagney was supposed to be in it as Robin Hood, and like I said before, and I'm glad he wasn't. Me too. And I do like James Cagney, but I don't think he would have fit this movie. Hmm. Um, now, where was it? Hmm. Location work. Okay, here's an interesting part too. Location work for the events of Robin Hood included Bidwell Park in Chico, California, hmm. which substituted for Sherwood Forest. Although one major scene was filmed at the California location, Lake Sherwood and Sherwood Forest. So named because they were location sites for the earlier Douglas Fairbanks production of Robin Hood in 1922. Uh Aha. Speaking of Douglas, Mike, now that you brought him up, did you know that Douglas Fairbanks Jr., he was offered the role of Robin Hood I in this one, but he turned it down. That's uh-huh. another Robin Hood that refuses to play 
in this role. So yeah. we're kind of thankful that they, the studio picked Errol Flynn eventually, which is a bit of a relief when yeah. falling out all our parts. Because <laughs> he was a swashbuckler of the <coughs> 1930s. Dougie, yeah, Douglas Fairbanks, he was, br- he was brilliant. Um, yeah. Well, and 1920s, I mean. Um, he he some did some, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah. we're but lucky that Errol yeah. Flynn um, came on board and he was the swashbuckler of his time too. And he, and he did a lot of his own stunts too. Mm-hmm. He didn't Clever. get a stuntman to do his... He did a lot of sword fighting, different things and whatever. Yeah. He did his own stuff it's because he, he could. Imp- it's <laughs> luckily he didn't impale Michael with his sword. Now, now here's something <laughs> else I, mean, I think I mentioned a bit before. Uh, stuntman and bit players padded with balsa wood on protective metal plates were paid $150 back in those days, I believe, mm-hmm. per arrow being shot at them by the professional archer Howard Hill. Yeah, I think you mentioned that. Yeah, I did mention, but I just I got some notes here. Now Hill, although listed as the archer captain defeated by Robin, was cast as Elwyn the Welshman, an archer seen shooting at Robin in his escape from Nottingham Castle, and later defeated by Robin at the archery tournament. He got around a bit. Yeah, I mean uh, he had yeah. to do it more than once. <laughs> well, I need somebody who knew, knew how to use a bow. <laughs> so mm-hmm. hey. So, um, quite different from mm. what people would use nowadays when you think about uh, it. Yeah, but they can do computer generated things and whatever, and blah blah. But this guy's a real archer mm-hmm. and he ran it really happened. There was only real arrows to these people who were protected. Yeah, I would, would you stand in front of someone shooting arrows for a few bucks? I really mm. have to think twice about it myself. Yeah, another <laughs> thing about this film, um, <coughs> according to Rotten Tomato, as we often talk oh, about. Yeah, yeah. Um, this film was rated one thousand percent. Was it was from it? after four six critiques reviewing it? Wow! So this has got the highest um, rate. That's a change. Uh, a no, it's, it's it, it got a lot of positive reviews, uh, as far as I'm aware. Uh, everyone loved it. Um, I mean, it was also a creature of its time because it was one of the first ones of that. Uh, uh, that size of production. Hmm. It had a lot of people thrown in it. Uh, Technicolor. It was um, a lot of good actors in it. Yeah, I mean, a good storyline, good directorship. Everything. It came together like a Cecil B. DeMille job. It was really good. Well uh, polished. Mm, well, yeah, excellent. Yeah, the, the, the end product was excellent. Mm-hmm. And that's why it was, people like it so much. It yeah. it it rang true. Yeah, just another yeah. thing about mm. this. This is the second time Errol Flynn and Basil Rathbone's cross <coughs> swords. Li- literally, <laughs> the first being in the movie is called Captain Blood. That was made in nineteen thirty-five. That's right, Captain Blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is not the first time they they confront they fought in this in the movie. <laughs> kind of cool when I think about it. Yeah. No, actually, I, I, yeah, I've got my notes here on Rotten Tomatoes too. Yeah, I mean, it, it says something like Rotten Tomatoes reports 100% of the critics gave the film a positive rating based on 46 reviews with an average of 8.94 out of 10. Mm. That's pretty high. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The film's been among their list. I wonder how they can, you can um, rate it, especially when a movie. That, well, apart from the... I don't know what the reviews they would have given it years ago, but I keep well, wondering yeah. um, how can they um, be sh- assume that it was going to be... Rotten since Rotten Tomatoes is on. You yeah. can do it now and rate it, mm. okay? Yeah, just... <laughs> it wasn't rated back then by Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten Tomatoes wasn't alive, wasn't even born. It wasn't even 
a, a twinkle in its father's eye. Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> it yeah. wasn't born yet. Um, yeah, so as I said before to you guys, the... Um, I, as I said to you guys, they did um, a, a sequel um, that was made in 1950. I'm not sure if it's a sequel, but it's another standalone. But What's it? it? The other one? That one we were discussing yeah, earlier. The Rogues of Sherwood or something. Yeah, The like. Rogues of Sherwood. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't a sequel. It was a, more of a reboot, maybe? A reboot or a, or well, a standalone. It was about his son. A yeah, standalone yeah. reboot, but whatever. But it does yeah, have yeah. a lot of similar... Um, it does um, focus on the... Um, um, the last scenes from Errol Flynn's one, where we know that Prince John was um, he was um, then exiled from the, the um, Nottingham in England and everything, yeah. and th- and in this one he mentions that of in that movie he mentions how Robin Hood made him and his life a misery. Well, he didn't look too sad when he well, came back. Yeah. Yeah, well, well, he wasn't too thrilled that he was. That he was going to kill him on you know, on the first at the opening. Well, he was. That would have been a very short movie, hey. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yes. But anyway, John Derrick played Robin Hood's son. There you go. Yeah, and he mm-hmm. may not know. He <coughs> was in John Heston's um, Ten Commandments. Ten Commandments. Yeah, he played um, Cecil DeVille. Cecil B. DeMille's movie. Uh, he uh, with Chucky in it. Got old Chucky Heston. Mm-hmm. Um, he, yeah, he played um, Joshua the Stonecutter. Who became um, Moses' um, right hand man? Right hand man, yeah. And his yeah. um, next um, and his next leader. Next leader. And he was a fighter. It was it wasn't you know, yeah, he, um, the army leader. He as was well. a soldier and, and yeah. probably a cap um, a general. Cap, yeah, in, in the army, and he took over the leading of the people when uh, Moses um, hmm. uh, passed away, or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. If you read the Bible and what's well, look at the movie. <laughs> yeah. So anyway. It's oh, an awesome me. movie, mm. and if those of you guys haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the older guys like me probably would, would have seen it years ago. Mm. It is worth another look. But mm. you young guys, mm. ladies included, um, if you don't mind the old adventure movie, look, it's... How do you put it? No, if you're not into old movies, it's about time you had a look because some of these old movies inspired the new guys to do the same sort of thing. Hmm. But this is where they actually started from. It's like in music. It had to start somewhere. There's nothing wrong with the old music. Because hmm. the old music, that the, um, I can go on eight for ads about music, but the older music spurred on the new music styles. Hmm. And the, we learnt from these old guys. Hmm, so same with movies. Hmm. So you give them a go and have a look. Because hmm. the directorship, productions, everything were really yeah. good. And yeah. it wasn't. It's not all CGI. Yeah. It's all really done yeah. the hard way, hand wet film. <laughs> yeah. And don't do what hard. Michael did in the in the movie by put, taking off the safety in a movie and oh, in order yeah. to hurt your actor. Yeah. Well, if yeah. anything else, I'm. I would not. Um, I know. I like giving the. Um, Impression of surprise to an actor. That'd be surprise. But I would not want to cause harm to them. We're going to have a funeral in this movie. What? Yours. Hmm. Oh, okay. Not unless they're prepared. <laughs> anyway. When you think about it. You don't, don't dwell on that one. I know, but he should have... He should have not have done so many risks. What if um, what if the actor got hurt? That is stupid. That is stupid. I mean, he could have killed the actor. And if you're halfway through the film hmm. and you killed the actor... 
Then yeah. you got to go there and you got to reshoot all his sh- his scenes again. Yeah. And they just yeah, nah, it's nah, just nah, like nah, when nah. they did um, the Crow with Brandon Lee. I told you guys about. Yes, yes, yes. Where um, the guys they they made I don't know if you've heard about it, but the um, guys who were organizing the special um, blanks for the guns. One of them was um, they decided to make a homemade blank thing, by, but somehow it something went wrong and it killed Brandon Lee. Can I, I'll explain a bit more. I mean, everyone thinks, oh, blanks are fine, won't hurt you. Yes, they will. So a blank bullet has powder in it the same way as an ordinary bullet does. To make it bang, you need the gunpowder. Maybe not quite as much as a real bullet. Right. However, there's also a wadding in the front of the bullet to hold it all together to make it go bang. If you get close enough to somebody for a blank, you can kill them. Right. So, firstly, folks, no, do not believe blanks are safe. Hmm. Actually, here in Australia, a couple of years ago, they used one on stage and someone got shot off a gun with a blank in it and the blank killed somebody hmm. on stage. Uh, yeah, they will kill people. So, if you've got blanks in doing a production or doing your own little thing or whatever, playing around, do not trust blanks. Yeah. They aren't blanks. Well, it's not a starting pistol. Well, it's just that it was, it was, I think it was a real bullet, but they, no, no, but whoever was des- developing it was um, playing, he was kind of no, making it, it a blank, but you need a right. Um, no, you usually want to say it may have been a. a a blank bullet with too much charge in it. Yeah. And that piece of wadding that they had put in the front of it can penetrate you if you're close to it. It can kill you. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it may... I mean, there's, there's lots of theories. Oh, I had a real bullet. No, it wasn't necessarily yeah. a real bullet. Mm. A blank can kill you. But yeah. if you're going to do some amateur film work, independent stuff, do not trust a blank. Do not shoot it directly at anybody. Shoot it near them, maybe, but not at them. Yeah. Otherwise, so you could be uh, going to their funeral. Mm. Which will really stuff up the movie. Uh-huh. I'm amazed the directors in the film group didn't get arrested yeah, for murder. Yeah, but it's an accident. No, it's an accident. I mean, it, it, it wasn't intended. I mean, you got murder and there's manslaughter and there's accidental death at three different levels. I suppose. And they, it wasn't intended. Mm. And they it was a blank and mm. it was shot as a blank and the blank actually uh, hit somebody. It shouldn't have been aimed at the person. It should have been mm. in their general direction. That's why yeah. if you look at it, uh, when people are doing these things, you don't actually see someone walking up somewhere with a gun and go bang in the guts in all these movies because you got a blank and you can kill them. So, yeah. Yeah. So, mm. so um, how do you want to rate this movie? I'm going to give it a 10. Mm. Hey, not bad, hey. I don't yeah. normally give it a 10. Yeah, I'm going to give it a 10 too because it has been um, one of my favourite favorite Robert Hoods for the last few years. Yeah. I mean, there are other versions here and there, like... Um, like Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves with um, Gary Oles. Yeah. And how about the one with um, Russell Crowe? What was that one? That was, what was, that was um, Ke- Kevin Costner. Oh, no, that's Prince of Thieves. That, that, what, what? Yeah, that's Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, Kevin Costner. Yeah, that's the other one that we had Russell Crowe on it. Um, that was um, just Robin Hood. Oh, the Robin Hood, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's at least three others we can think of. Anyway, that yeah. one that I just said that was called Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves was done by Kevin Costner. I know that. Yeah, I know Kevin. Yeah, you got the wrong name there. <laughs> no, I was thinking about the other one. I couldn't remember the name. Yeah, but I know the Russell. I like the Russell Crowe one. It gave a, a, a different lean on it. Yeah, yeah. they also mm-hmm. made um, a TV, um, a few TV ones 
One was done by um, Sean Connery's son, uh, Jason Connery, I think. Oh, you're telling me the story. And that was a good one, but um, I guess it didn't didn't really shine much when I think about that movie. I mean, I didn't like the fact that they killed off one of the Robin Hoods in that movie. Rude. (laughs) I mean, not the movie, I mean TV show, sorry. How rude. I would recommend watching... Um, when things are rotten. Oh yeah, that was a more Brooks TV parody spoof, whatever yeah. you call it. Very funny. Yeah, worth watching. <laughs> I mean, it's for its it was period. It's it was funny for its time. Yeah. It's probably a humor's changed a bit, but it's still funny to watch, yeah. folks. So. I also um, yeah. Mel, Mel Brooks giggle. It's good. Yeah, I'm also. Oh, I'm kind of friends with um the um lady who's Misty. played yeah who played yeah. um. Uh, Maid Marion. She's cute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> and, I'm hope, and I'm hoping to do an article about her after her book thing, of course. <laughs> okay, right. Anyway, listen, do you want to wrap up now? Yes. Okay. I've got to start waffling all night. Yeah, sorry. So, anyway, thanks for listening to this latest podcast, guys. I'll talk, we'll, we'll talk to you guys next time. So, this is Sarah Stevenson. And Michael Stevenson. Saying, see bye. you around. See you guys. Bye. Bye.